0: Brother, and then I looked back, and the motherfucker had a tuxedo with the kente claw tie. I said, Uh oh. He said, I just want to ask you a couple questions. I said, well, What publication are you with? He said, Me, I'm with the Daily Bongo. I said, Daily Bongo, what the fuck? Who the fuck reads this? An illusion. What's all the cockiness? Consciousness. Make the right choices. I face the consequences. Herb like the botanist. Champagne, bottomless. Hey, hold it up, bro a nigga up one time,
1: life is better not giving a fuck sometimes, saying, I be feeling stuck sometimes, weak in the knees with nowhere to run sometimes, I wonder what demon runs my mind, I swear that he do too much sometimes, I need more sunlight, more time to myself, the only one
0: I can trust. The only one never fails. Lately, I've been whipping it like. All right, like- all right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go, man. Y'all already know where y'all at, man. It's the Daily Bongo Podcast. You tune in. This is JoJo, man. DJ Munyu. Um, back with it. Back again. I know y'all ain't heard from me in a minute, but we keeping it consistent with the content that's coming out right now. Um, I got the Homegirl Charity with me. Hey, y'all. Hey, 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 what's happening? All right. And I got a brother that's been making moves out here in the bay. We were supposed to bend link up, but. But, nigga, Corona fucking up the program. But I'm glad I got him in right now, man. Y'all give a big round of applause to the guy, C. Lee, bro.
1: Hey. What's <laughs> hey. poppin'? What's poppin'? How y'all feelin'? Uh, man, we chilling, bro. Nice. How you... How you, bro? I'm blessed and highly favored, man. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm ready to get into some good dialogue, create some good content, man. I like what you're doing, so yeah, I'm ready to build.
0: Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. So I definitely been seeing you making moves, bro. I've been seeing you build up your brand. I remember seeing it. I think I seen because I I know a lot of people that know you. We got like a lot of mutual connections, and I seen people repost your shit, and then that shit just grew. So that's why I want to come in and holler about you about that. Um, I got the homegirl co-hosting with me, so we about to get into it, man. Whatever uh, y'all want to get into, let's get into. It. For sure, man Give us a little introduction About yourself, man What you do Your brand And, um um, and what you represent, man?
1: Well, my name is C. Lee. You know what I'm saying? I'm originally from San Francisco, California, but gentrification got my ass up out of there. <laughs> yeah. So I moved to Antioch, California. So, you know, I'm, I'm in love with both places. Yes, sir. And, uh, and Antioch is where I started my business at, and okay. uh, I started out in clothing. You know, I had a lot of success in clothing, and then when that declined, I rebranded. Now I'm into media, and I'm having a little bit of success. Still got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just rebranded, and my brand is, it represents basically... Um, honestly just being authentically yourself mm. but also empowering children. Mm. You know, like, it's like sophisticated too at the same time. It's like <laughs> yeah. sophisticated but ratchet but just being you and just be unapologetically yourself.
0: Right. So, bro, give us a little rundown because it's also a free game episode. You like to educate people on this podcast, bro. So, how are you able to build your brand now? Because you got a little following. You got a buzzing. You, he, you lit. Are, he lit. He <laughs> is. Well,
1: one of My method um, and what I really had to uh, really implement and it's probably the last five years is mixing the medicine with the candy Mm. Um, I had to truly truly study myself and black people and see what we wanted we don't want too much preachy we don't want preachy 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 so what I had to do was mix some game some something you know of substance and with something humorous and a little ratchet and funny because you know like my, my Christian partner always tell me you can't Clean the fish if you don't catch a fish. Mm. Mm. So you gotta bring them in first, and mm. then once you bring them in and you got them, then you can educate and give them the substance and the depth. So mm. that's how I kind of been building my brand. And you know, it's been going, it's been going okay, but it's still a lot of work to do. So, you know, still a lot of a lot
0: of building. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. So that's the putting the candy in the medicine right there. Exactly. Mixing ratchetness with righteousness. Exactly. Mm. Okay. I feel that, bro. Okay, that's what's up, bro. So so you say you got started in clothing. Yes, sir. What was your clothing line called? It was called
1: CLT's, and Lee was It was just a bunch of shit that I used to, again, not wanting to be so preachy, (laughs) so I, I would put it on a shirt but right. it would be like creative, you know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. one of my more popular ones was, uh, he who has the goal makes the rules, or she who has the goal makes the rules. Mm-hmm. So that was me noticing like people who have the goal, whatever the goal may be, whoever has things of value, they control the, the, the scenery, mm-hmm. they control right. it. You know what right. I'm saying? I got another one that says, you don't love me, you love my potential. Mm-hmm. That was people, you know, not really caring for you personally, mm-hmm. but seeing what you can be, that's what they right. care for, and that's, I learned that when I was having success in clothing, Cause when it started it was like nigga fuck you yeah. then when uh-huh. it got going now I'm making what 10,000 a week and shit like that now it's like oh you doing your thing you know right, what I'm saying right
0: right so, so so did you feel like you got a lot of support from your community early on hell no <laughs> you know what I'm saying niggas hell, wasn't fucking with you <laughs> hell no like that shit was. I'm gonna
1: keep it real if I'm being vulnerable on this podcast that shit used to hurt my feelings uh, yeah like I like really emotional I, I'd invested 5,000 of my hard earned money that i worked security for and overtime <laughs> And all this old that shit, and then you put out a shirt and motherfuckers looking like the fuck is this shit? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Looking at your shit, so I'm having pound the pavement hard. I'm going to barber shops. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just any woman I'm fucking on at the time support my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs>
2: I'm just
1: I'm I'm begging. You know what I'm saying? And then when it got moving, then I finally started getting some support. So it just took a little spark, and I just flipped that. Then I end up having my own shop. Um, so it, it you know it got good. You know it got it was a roller coaster, but it got good for sure
0: let me ask you something bro like as i'm trying to build up my brand right now right it's hard to get like niggas that I know that I grew up with and shit like that to be able to support me. However, somebody randomly like somebody that I I, I just meet, you feel me? They mm-hmm. they they will fuck with me. They will share my shit, and I'm like, damn, I just met you. But the niggas I went to elementary school with can't even repost my stuff on Instagram. But do you have any of that kind of experience where it's like somebody who you didn't know may came who we didn't know like that, we didn't have that connection, came in and kind of like was fucking with your brand early on or not? That's
1: not. my that was my whole career like the last decade because I was I started clothing and. 2010 2011 So that's been My whole journey Since that time But um really the, the the obvious answer is a lot of people be hating a lot of people got their own that's the obvious answer but yeah. when i dug deeper into it especially black people because we black so our support gonna come from black people right, right. we don't understand business we don't mm. understand grassroots uh, building you know yeah. what i'm saying we don't understand and putting our money in that same pot and growing or getting behind something we are all chiefs mm. too many chiefs uh, not enough idiots. indians yeah, yeah. you know what i'm Say saying that so there. Instead of me getting behind you, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna do my own thing. And and we look at supporting. We look at, you know, another black business as supporting and not like a business like Nike or something mm-hmm. like that. When we need to change that ideology, like, and treat our black businesses the same we treat everybody else. But essentially, I and mean, we're going to get into it later when we talk about other shit, but we just don't understand business. We mm-hmm. really don't and because we're more emotionally driven. Yeah. And that shit, it, it, it kills us. Mm-hmm. But right. it also works to our advantage when, when me and you, the creator, start to get creative. Yeah. Understanding that black people are emotionally driven, mm-hmm. we kind of have to uh, base our marketing around that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have to base our marketing schemes around the emotions of black people. Cause if we come like
0: anybody else it's going to be like, fuck you. Mm. So you think us not supporting each other and us not having a, a knowledge of business, you think that's something unique with the black community or do you feel like all communities don't really support each other like that? And you got to have somebody outside of the community come in to be able to get that support.
1: Nah, I'm going to keep it real. I think, you that's, think just it is, a that's us. Thing, just because,
2: <laughs>
0: like,
1: uh, I just want to uh, rest in peace to, you know, my partner, she just died. I don't want to say her name. Mm-hmm. They raised $15,000 in 24 hours on our GoFundMe.
0: Sorry for your loss, bro.
1: So when they, and she was Latin, when they they passed, they immediately get on code. Everybody else understands they get on code with us is why the fuck motherfuckers doing GoFundMe's? Nigga, go get some life insurance and all that, being hella insensitive to people's situation. Because we're very emotional and we just don't understand building like business, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Grassroots. Funding. We don't understand that yet. But now as people like us having these conversations, yes. our children are gonna understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's what's important.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. And we do find any type of reason to hate on our shit. Definitely. Like, you know, Master P just came out with like some noodles, right? And you got motherfuckers on Twitter talking about oh the cholesterol in the noodles is too high. Like, like you be looking at noodles and noodles and worrying about the cholesterol <laughs> exactly. and shit like that. It's just exactly. that's just
2: thing. Top Rama
0: fear. Exactly. You yeah. feel me? So I feel like that is just a lot of hate that we just have for ourselves, Absolutely. bro. So how do we I, it's so much other stuff I want to get into but and I know you're not a psychologist or anything like that but do you have any idea on how do we change that mentality
1: um everybody's not gonna make it and that's something <laughs> everything
2: I, 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 that's everybody can't go a
1: lot of my focus yeah. is on children yeah we have to, the people who do get it we have to make sure we invest heavily into children so like I said our children mm-hmm. are good our yeah. children mm-hmm. understand these things and we have to build collectively because trying to get all black people on code is another job in itself and we'd be so busy doing that we won't get the actual business handled uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so we just gotta get with like minds and it's gonna be a small group and with black people we have this once we see somebody do it then we want to get on right. board so once yeah, they see that's a small f- group is doing it then everybody's gonna want to get on board
0: right. that's right. a fact that's a fact i seen a meme uh t- to your point that everybody ain't gonna make it i seen a meme or something like that it was to the effect of um some of y'all are descendants from the slaves that sold out the other slaves and, 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 and you can see it and i'm like nigga that part like you no. feel I me mean? <laughs> for real I, yeah i could definitely see that in a lot of people so yeah so you're growing your brand you're doing the clothing the clothing line so what made you transition of like being like a i don't want to say a spokesperson but like a just a media person person a media person yeah
1: um the shit stopped working like it went went from ten thousand a week a thousand a day then you know once you get so popular it's like with with our people sometimes like everybody got that shit now fuck that shit yeah so i didn't evolve properly i didn't evolve the business properly because i wasn't that knowledgeable this was my first business my first Thing so it kind of it dwindled out essentially, and then when it did that, I kind of had to restructure. And um, when I had my shop, we used to just always have conversations. You had the own shop? shop, yeah. I had my shop in Antioch. We called it the C HQ. Where in Antioch? Uh, right off uh Lone Tree, across the street from Rayleighs. What high school you go to, bro? I went to Antioch High. That's oh, okay. the third high school. I went to three high schools, but I went to Antioch the longest stint, from tenth grade to twelfth grade. But I went to Burton in the city. I said made a stop at Deer Valley for a semester. Got kicked out of that shit. Then I went
0: Word. to Antioch. Yeah. Oh, I swear! I went to Dare Valley. That's crazy, bro. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, so the <laughs> so the, the the clothing line declined. And did you have a conscious mind, like, hey, I want to do media, or was that something that just naturally happened? Nah, it just we used to just talk about a lot of shit in my shop. We just yeah. used to have a lot of
1: conversations, and the shit just start picking up steam. Mm-hmm. So when I shut my shop down, because the clothing was that, then I picked up Instagram Live in like 2017. I seen that. So my my audience, my small audience I had in my shop, we transitioned that to Instagram Live and. And then just
0: consistency, that shit just start growing.
1: The ratchet shit, honestly, <laughs>
2: that shit start growing.
0: 2017, though, that's way before the pandemic. You know, a lot way, of people are yeah. getting on IG Live now, yeah. due to the circumstances, like, yeah. you know, we trying to make shit work, but you was on that way before then. Did you ever see IG Live come in? Like, I be, I used to go on on IG and see maybe one or two people on live. Nigga, since My it's name. corona quarantine shit, I Everybody see like 10 does. people on live. My <laughs> exactly. nigga. Did you know they was going to transition to that, or that's not something you can really predict? Um, I
1: didn't, I didn't really predict it. I knew when the quarantine happened, it was gonna go up. Yeah, but yeah. when I first started it, I didn't know that shit was gonna go up like that. I just, I was using anything I could mm. to stay in tune with my audience. Cause I understand the value of having your own audience. Mm. So I just wanted to stay in tune with my audience. Cause if you, if you got people still rocking with you, you, you gonna be all right, no matter
0: what. Right, 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 right. That part. So did you, when you, when you got into the media, right? When you started doing the IG lives did that, help build up your fan base significantly or did you already create a a, a, a homegrown fan base when you were doing the clothing line?
1: Um, I, I had a fan base from the clothing line because I was also doing charity events. Like I had like one uh, of my partner Jeremy Posey got shot and paralyzed. We had a charity event for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then my partner Danae Green from Kirkwood, she got Lupus and we had another charity event for her a year after that. So mm-hmm. this was before IG Live, you yeah. know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I had an audience but you can lose an audience. Mm-hmm. Very right. same way you got them, you can lose them if you're not consistent. So when I started Consistently doing it My audience You know They started it off And then I start Growing an a audience Because when you're Getting people on live And they tuning in And more people tuning in So it's been growing A lot since the IG live shit
0: definitely. Okay okay And then how did you get we trying to jump, jump in here But how did you get Tapped in with the Thizzler Um uh,
1: Cause I started dealing With uh, like a lot of my Cause the clothing Put me in tune With a lot of artists Cause I used mm. to give Artists free clothes Or I, I'd go vend At an event You know what I'm saying So I I was tapping in with a lot of artists and the artists would watch my show mm. and then mm. when the artists would watch my show they seen Thizzler was lacking like y'all need to get him over here so Rim, mm. Remedy and then my partner DJ ASAP talked to Thizzler like y'all need to get him over here because he's really doing his thing he can be of service
0: to y'all so yeah. they really yeah.
1: plugged me in with them yes, and then I've just been building Ever since
0: So you was already Tapping in with artists Like on the IG live Before they even Thizzler Yeah before shit. Thizzler Yeah from yeah.
1: the d Filthy was on my show Before even I'ma I'm a, I'm
0: a talk about that In a second too I even too.
1: knew I even <laughs> knew What a Thizzler Like before I was Fucking with a Thizzler yeah. You know what I'm saying Filthy was on my show D-Lo
0: Rim uh, Hella artists Hella artists was on my show Yeah okay 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 So now you done built This brand as a As a As a media Connoisseur You done build your own Sealy brand But now you hooking up With the Thizzler so how's that transition been for you? I know you got nothing but SoundCloud links in your DM at this point, <laughs> my nigga.
1: It's an interesting transition because the same way you, like it's some gifts and some curses, mm. cause you start picking up a lot of their enemies too.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying? And That's it's true like- true though. Just cause you, you associate with them. Yeah, cause yeah. you
1: associate, you pick up their enemies. Like I ain't got shit to do with none of that. I do this IG live show and I go back to my shit. I got my own, bad, everything. <laughs> nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> but at the same time, it yeah. does expose you because I'm at, I'm doing like 40, 50,000 viewers a week.
0: We see it, my nigga. I you know ain't gonna hold saying? you. Like, yeah. Number's going up
1: for that sure. That shit, like I'm doing from my show and they show. So I'm getting exposed in my brand um, and my notoriety is getting there, but I just don't like picking up their enemies for shit. I ain't got nothing, nothing to, to right, do with it. it. Right. You know, like I ain't got nothing to do with this shit.
0: Damn, we gonna hold a pin on that though, but there's something that you said previously before I got into it. You were talking about uh, giving free clothes to artists. Do you feel like that's a way to uh, to link up your brand to like Fuck build your no. brand
1: not in 2020
0: yeah Hell, no, I was about to say shit. okay yeah, in yeah, yeah. 20
1: and before every artist had their own brand and before it was a wave it was good like when IG was first getting popping it was good because they would just tag you it was all love and mm-hmm. they didn't have a whole bunch of sponsors the artists didn't know even know they can get paid for endorsements and shit like that right but now it's so oversaturated you have to get uh-huh. a little bit more creative and your marketing has to be more organic if it's not organic and it look like a paid advertisement people are gonna be like alright oh, move on with that
0: shit Right Cause I was living Damn I'm I'm, I'm kinda hot at myself For getting dude named But it was somebody He was on the breakfast club He got like his own Little shoe company and Oh you
1: talking it. about Flyboy's
0: uh, couture club That part Yeah So he was on the breakfast club And he was talking about How artists would hit him up Like yeah I fuck with your shit Man send me something he was like Nigga what Nigga this ain't no <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah this right. ain't no Free promotion That's yeah. not
1: it You'll lose a lot of money Doing that shit Be out of business in no time
0: Yeah uh-huh. that, that part That part So now you on the thizzle bro <laughs> You rocking You building up your name More you like the You like the Shit nigga the, the nigga the wayno of the bay me <laughs> <And he's laughs> tapping in tapping in with all different artists and whatnot, bro and like you said you take on the enemy so I seen that conversation that you had with like Filthy Rich on live you know what I'm saying we kind of jumping but fuck it we just gonna get there cause we already talking about it like and he was talking about like culture vultures in terms of do you, first of all, do you believe Culture Vultures is like a real thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Culture Vultures is a real thing, definitely. Do you think that artists, that the establishment like Thizzler should put artists on game about um, if they, you know, how to be able to to monetize hey. off of their music? Absolutely. Or sh- they, they should. should? Hell yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So you think Filthy was in the right with that?
1: Filthy was in the right. Filthy yeah. was in the right. But uh, sometimes you can be right but not give full context. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In the music, it's a business at the end of the day. So nobody's obligated to do shit
0: for you. That's a fact.
1: You know what I'm saying? So when you operating a business, nobody has to sit there and walk you through anything. It's on you to educate yourself. I can give you an example. We talked about when I did clothing. When I did clothing, I would go to my screen printer, pay them, and get my shirts. Nobody was telling me I can go get a retail license, go get my own blank shirts for half the price that they were charging me. Mm. So I'm, you know, I'm taking like half the price off and you know just by going and get this license that's free to get nobody had to tell me that I had to educate myself even though eventually somebody did nobody has to give you any information
0: it's a business so I agree with you to a degree. Like, it's a lot of nuance within that. That's why I really enjoyed that conversation y'all had. Because me and my niggas, we talk about culture vultures when we talk about, like, Vlad TV or when we talk mm-hmm, about, like, mm-hmm. No Jumper or something like that. And I believe somebody who's, like, for the culture, right? Like, you, you create a platform because you because you want to help to put people on, basically. That's somebody who's for the culture. Now, you have culture vultures where basically they see a lane within the culture that nobody's filling that lane. So they see a market where um, they... They can be able to provide a need for them. And they're doing it straight off a monetary gain. That's cool. You can do that. But if you're somebody for the culture, you should be wanting to be able to put people on game and give them that, you know, shine that light on them. You get what I'm saying? So I felt like it was so much nuance in that conversation because what dude said was right. If you look at it from a straight business standpoint, um, yeah, I ain't got to tell nobody shit, you Mm -hmm. know. But if you're somebody who's willing trying to help these people, we know a lot of people in the Bay Area don't really have a platform. And Thizzler is one of those platforms that we can be able to utilize and get exposure from. You should be able to want to put little niggas on and shit like that and tell them how they can monetize and get their money.
1: I I felt like this because... if if anybody's to take a dime from me, I'm going to be mad as a motherfucker. (laughs) If I earned
0: a dime, I want
1: my dime. So Mm. I a thousand percent agree. But when you get in this music business, you see that it's that, even with the rappers. Mm. Mm. That's why I said full context wasn't there because artists ain't going to talk about how their relationships with producers are. Mm -hmm. So they'll tell one side of the story like, oh, motherfuckers ain't paying. But producers are owed billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So... It's not full context Is what I'm saying And In the Bay Area The business is just Fucked up in entertainment Period Like Mm. the whole From top to bottom The business Is fucked over You know what I'm saying So that's why I'm saying It wasn't full context But Filthy was absolutely right Yeah Filthy was absolutely right It's just a lot more To unpack in that conversation When we talking about Business and, and entertainment As a whole Because
0: this shit Is toe up So what did you think about What was it The CEO of Thizzler Or the owner of Thizzler He came in And he had a response Right that you went on live What did you think about yeah, they was going
1: back and forth. Um, I get it, but he still don't play with nobody's money. <laughs> don't play with they don't play
0: with my money. Right. Don't play that with my part, money at all.
1: That don't, part. I get it. I understand you're not obligated to do this, but still don't play with nobody's money. Let that be known how people can go get their bread. Yeah. He said it's on a site, I ain't checked it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if it's on a site, people gotta educate themselves. I'm just me at this point in life, after being in business 10 years, I'm not depending on nobody to give me the necessary information for my business. Huh. Right, right. You know, once you, like at once you get to a certain point, I'm not expecting nothing from nobody because you. it's business at the end of the day and everybody has their own personal interests at, at hand. Black, white, Chinese, blue, pink, purple, everybody got their own personal
0: interests at the end of the day. What you think about each Well, first of all, to get context to like the conversation for people who don't know, because I got like a wide audience, um, <laughs> Like out here in the Bay Area in Northern California, we have a platform known as the Thizzler that gives a lot of uh, gives a platform to a lot of up and rising you know artists out here in the Bay Area. Right now, the guy that we interview in C. Lee, he has a voice on the Thizzler. He's like the what would you say your your title is over there? I'm just
1: a media personality. I partner with them. Media personality. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I just partner with them, and then you know we had the conversation about um, Filthy feels like Thizzler is stealing money from artists, not telling them how to monetize their videos. Right. and and Thizzlers claiming these videos and taking the money from other Mm. people's content since it's on their platform. Filthy was right. Don't play with nobody money Tell, give people they bread.
0: And Thizzler's response was that, hey, this is a business, I don't, you know, this you is, have you, you this can... Thizzler's
1: response was, we have it on our site, mm-hmm. Hit all unclaimed videos, we gonna claim, we tell people you gotta have your ISRC code or something like that, I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what it was, and that's how you get paid from your music. That's what Thizzler's response was. Like, we got it on our site, this is what we tell, this is how we educate, you know, this is what we do.
0: What you think about it, Charity?
2: I mean, I could kinda see both point of views, honestly. Like, yeah. With filthy, I get it. Like y'all stealing people's shit and y'all not telling them how to get their money. But then I kinda agree with Isler at the same time too. And piggy to piggyback off what C. Lee said, like nobody has to tell you shit. Like right. if you- this is where you wanna put your music on this platform, on this website, because you know they have a wide audience and you know that it's gonna be seen by possibly millions of people, you need to check into everything. Every single thing and every single you need to know and educate yourself on how I'm gonna get my money if I put my video on here and it do numbers. That's, how am I gonna get paid?
0: Right, that's a fact. But one thing that Filthy was saying though was like, you know, a lot of these artists, is young niggas from the hood, and they really don't have that education on business. So if you're somebody who says that you're for the culture, mm. you have a brand like Thizzler. Which is very like the name itself is kind of like a representation of a of Bay Area Northern California music. You should be wanting to be able to give them that, you know, that game and say, "Hey, yeah, this is how you can sure. get your money off of that." And that's how I feel. So I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, get it. No. It's a lot of nuance in that conversation. It's, it's not just black or white. It's definitely yeah. a gray area. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bro. So now you on the thizzler now. You giving? A, I see you guys do the the weekly shows. Yeah, we got like three weekly shows we do now.
1: We got a city spotlight.
0: Then we got uh,
1: the song review. Then we got the song they showcase which we gonna do too yeah I mean that we do too okay so we
0: got like three shows and basically these guys giving platforms to like artists to be able to like Seen they put their music out, freestyle, all kind of shit, right? Absolutely. So you ever just got on there, you was like, "Damn, that person hella good." Like how I ain't heard about them?
1: Absolutely. You yeah. get that. You get that every every episode. You get somebody brand new that you ain't never heard of. That's nice. You get that a lot at the same time. I
0: was About mm. to say, keep it a buck, keep it a <laughs> buck. You get a lot of weak motherfuckers too.
1: You get a lot of weak mm. motherfuckers. And just to get back to the business conversation, man, and this shit, talent only means so much. Right. Mm. So mm. you get motherfuckers on there that's great, but they don't have no consistency no discipline no business sense Mm. you know what i'm saying don't know how to shoot a video don't want to pay for mixing or mastering it's a million other things that they want to do and it's be like god it's almost heartbreaking sometimes like you're so talented but you don't want to
0: do that extra work
1: you know what i'm saying you don't want to do certain things to get yourself to another level but it's interesting that this rap shit (laughs) has like that shit boy
0: it's tricky have you ever like you know After you heard somebody Or not even after you heard somebody You met somebody And you're like Man let me Let me put you on game Let me take you under my wing Or you think that For what you got going on right now That might be a little too much
1: Um, You try to give Certain information But if, I, if I'm being Completely transparent On this show mm. A lot of t- of the best talent Are super arrogant And egotistical <laughs> So it's hard To give information To somebody Who got it all Figured out Or just don't want to listen Yeah You know what I'm saying Like and we hella grown So nobody's gonna sit there Hey listen to me Oh my gosh Listen yeah, 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 Like if you if you want information I can give it to you But especially Cause we deal with I deal with artists now From all over Cause we we kinda Yeah
0: y'all Portland, branching out To yeah. like uh, Portland I see y'all had Like a little showcase Where y'all did um, Oregon too right
1: Oregon Oregon, fucking San Diego, all these artists, and, and I hate to say this because I love it so much. I love this place so much. The most arrogant artists are from the Bay. Be in the Bay, and it'd be <laughs> so hard. And it'd
2: like, be the weakest ones that'd be the maddest.
1: Okay, it'd be so hard. Like, bro, I'm just trying to. You can't even dislike a nigga song in the Bay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all gonna
0: be going to war. Nigga trying to pull up on you, huh? Yeah, like, y'all, 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 <laughs> I'm not feeling says. it.
1: You gonna y'all gonna be going to war for not liking a nigga That's song? So things. once you go through that a few times, you be like, you kind of just be like, look. I'm here if you need me, but I'm not <laughs> gonna force my opinion or my will on you. Yeah, you got it.
0: Because so, so, how do you do that respectfully? Like when you own these lies, and somebody come <laughs> up and you're like, mm, I ain't really feeling this thing. <laughs> Like, how do you let them know without trying to, oh, right. you know, cause any tension or make any type of, you know, be disrespectful? Well,
1: I do it in my reactions. Like people know because they I I got the scissors and I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, like this. Right, if right, I don't, right. if I'm just looking, oh, see, don't like it. Yeah. Like, I didn't say nothing. I just didn't give you the reaction. You can't yeah. be mad. Cause I didn't give you the reaction you wanted because mm-hmm. you can't man you tell a nigga he weak you tell the wrong nigga it's gonna be a shootout
0: right right like, right this we're weak as fuck yeah. gonna, somebody
1: it? gonna die so
0: what's one of your favorite showcases because I see y'all do it by city by city too y'all do like the 925 y'all do the San Francisco Oakland who the hottest in Richmond right now what's been like one of your favorite showcases that you that you've done uh, so far
1: San Diego and SAC y'all did San Diego we did uh-huh. San Diego San Diego was super successful and they got hella talent out they there really with no platform it. yeah and Sack was really, really good too. Them was two of my favorite ones. They just, um, people who appreciate it like it feels good when you're trying to help somebody and they appreciate the help, mm-hmm. other than when somebody else feels entitled, like, fuck this, shit. yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then get mad when they don't get the results they desire, which right? Right, they don't right, appreciate nothing from nobody, so you just get nothing from nobody,
0: nah, yeah. And I've seen like people post, like, damn, I just did the thizzler for like two minutes and I got 50 followers off of this yeah. one, so it really is helping artists out, bro. So I see. So that, you know, I think that Thizzler is a wonderful platform, bro. And I think mm-hmm. what you're doing over there is an amazing job, bro. It's so. a
1: roller coaster. I like, all right, look, I ain't going to sit here and make it seem like I'm super pro Thizzler. They do some things I don't like personally. Say say, say, one two, say one or two.
0: Say one or two. They do some things
1: I personally don't like, but I fuck with them. They, we we do good business. We we uh, are valuable to each other. Cause yeah. I've learned in business, it's not about liking
0: a motherfucker. Right. It's nah, right. about
1: value. Just like when we go to work, we don't like our coworkers, but yeah. it's a bottom line. We <laughs> yeah. got
0: to work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together get this shit
1: done but yeah. some of the things Thizzler do I uh, that I don't like is some of them corny ass memes they do yeah. I told them like bro these memes ain't it <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> but they still doing me like Cindy hey. needs work
0: fuck what you talking about <laughs>
1: right. hey uh, you know let
0: me ask you something bro what do you feel about like I get I'm you Nigga, like I'm pro <laughs> Bay Area too. I'm here for pushing, putting people on. But sometimes it feel like they just put any type of content on their shit. Thank like you. I'll be looking at Thank some of these you. niggas. I'm like, this nigga Thank does you. not have no reason to be on this shit right now, bro. <laughs> what do you feel about? about some of the content that like in terms of the music I, right. I
1: used to I used to think away about that too when I st- but I started learning this mm. is a paid platform mm. so if somebody's oh. willing to pay you you know what I'm saying it's I didn't like, even know that yeah didn't people either. pay to get on Thizzler it's a, it, they they oh, promote wow. that heavy
0: I didn't even know that I, yeah. I thought I thought like they just you know like how most blogs do like you see some shit that you find is dope and you just put it on there I ain't know people pay that it, makes a lot it's of it's two ways thing. to
1: get on Thizzler you either have to perform mm. or pay and when I say perform you gotta be Put, be able to put some numbers on the board yeah. or you can right. pay to get on yeah. and I understand because the paid part is to operate a media company it costs money yeah. and that's why I wanted to get in Thizzler because I wanted to do my own thing I wanted to go in there like, like college get educated and apply it to my own thing and I do mm-hmm. in order to survive a business in order to build a platform it's gonna take money and it ain't a bunch of advertisers beating down their door with big old checks so mm-hmm. you gotta kinda if you wanna get on this platform almost a million you know, YouTube subscribers and 200 thousand followers you gotta pay to play and that's how all the media companies do it everybody in the whole industry from here to Atlanta New York Miami that's how it work everywhere cause I used to be tripping too until I seen like it's how no jumper do it this is how um, the only person that don't do it is Vlad but Vlad criteria is similar it's just no money you just gotta really be put up numbers and yeah. if you don't put up numbers you ain't never getting on Vlad TV again
0: nah no, that's a fact no. and Vlad TV I got like it's, it's so I got like a love and hate relationship cause I, he that nigga post a lot of bullshit Shit in terms of like some of the interviews that he does yeah. but then at the same time it's like who you know who else do you see like doing a well-done interview interviewing Kamaya and richie rich with that type of audience mm. you get what i'm saying yeah. like vlad tv and no jumper we can say what we want but they're the two biggest platforms on the I west coast that. you get what i'm saying and let me speak to that real
1: quick because i like what you just said um we don't like a lot of shit but yeah mm we got to build something comparable mm-hmm. because we, we've been complaining about Thizzler and Vlad for a decade what well, people yeah, have yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> after a decade we have to build something comparable and uh. if we ain't going to do it then we have to understand that shit That's you know what you. I'm saying you're going to get what you're going to get if, unless you build your own yeah. and, and in business it's not really about what we like because what we don't like somebody else may love yeah. It's people that love Thizzler It's people that love Vlad you know what I'm saying so,
0: right right right
1: yeah shout out to them they do their thing and I, I'm just getting educated on the business, so I'm seeing different sides. Yeah,
0: when yeah. You,
1: inside of you, be like, oh, I get it now. Uh-huh, and you start yeah. to understand certain things better.
0: Yeah, nah, I feel it. That's why if y'all listening to this podcast right now, like, subscribe so y'all can support me, nigga. I'm trying to build this pa- platform and give a platform to other <laughs> creatives and innovators here, uh, all over. You feel me? So, so yeah. Did you go to school for business or anything like that, bro? Or you just self educating at this point. <laughs> oh
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Out of me. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. Come here.
0: Yeah, we got a a little puppy over here trying to join the podcast, (laughs) basically. Yes, but um, yeah, bro. Did you uh go to business? Did you take any type of school to go to business, or you self-educating? I tried. At I, this tried.
1: Point? I tried to go to like a junior college. I couldn't do it. That <laughs> shit just wasn't for me. Cause I got put out early. Like I got put out the house at like eight, four months after I graduated high school. And nigga, like, so you I had to go. get some you money. You got that diploma? You, know you got to
0: go. yeah, <laughs> <Right. laughs> right.
1: uh, cut. you got to cut. You too hard. You got to go. Yeah. So I just had to get some money. I tried the school shit, but I had to self-educate. A so gift and a curse. Yeah. Mm. Learn by doing, but at the same time, if I wouldn't knew certain shit, I would say save
0: myself. A lot of money and right. you know losses. I feel you. That's I feel. True. I mean, I went to school, but I think a lot of the new generation now, it's like they going straight to YouTube University and they exactly. learning like that. Yeah, yeah. they, and they know, learning like they that. Are. Yeah, exactly. and I it's working for like them. That. It's definitely working. It's for sure working. Right, right, right. In the school, you get a lot of debt and that shit. You feel me? I mm-hmm. I got lucky, but. It's a lot, for sure, for sure. So yeah, bro, so besides still right now, you're still trying to build your own brand. What are you doing as of right now to try to build your own brand and get it out there? I
1: wish the damn corona wasn't
0: fucking me up because yeah. I was my events start doing real good. Mm, <laughs> what kind of events were you doing?
1: It was some ratchet shit. <laughs> you,
2: know what I'm you ain't never seen the videos.
0: I it ain't never seen rat- the videos. So, what are you doing?
1: So we'd have a party bus and a party bus would take us to a location oh, shit. and I did it with my partner, Rakia, and she she would do her dance performances because she dances and I would do my live shows.
0: Don't so, tell me you'd be on on the twerk bus that I be saying that, like you know the little gold bus <laughs> don't tell me you be on that motherfucker not bro. that one but we oh. had something similar oh, my shit was a
1: little bit more ratchet a little bit Jesus. more
0: weed and
1: alcohol involved <laughs> but um, when building a brand after you get hot online you gotta be able to translate that to bring people out mm-hmm. that's the next step in brand building okay now I got this audience online. now I gotta bring these people together I have to build my own community part of building your own community is build it bring people together out mm-hmm. you know physically be able to touch each other and that shit was going good we had a blind date uh, or a speed dating event set up and mm-hmm. corona shut my
0: whole shit down. Yeah, I know Corona <laughs> fucking up the program, <laughs> but we gon' we, we we gonna find ways to still make shit happen though make should, make some shit shake, man. Yeah, absolutely. Damn so but besides that, though, besides uh, the ratchet shit, you're doing a lot in the community as well, too, though, right? Or trying to? Yeah, I try to. I yeah.
1: try to. I try to invest uh, heavily into uh, black children. Mm. Like I said, like I try to let them know that they're supported. That's something that a lot of black children don't feel. Like, somebody has my back. Somebody has yeah. my best interest. So I try to either take them somewhere or give them money, like, here, do your thing. Mm. Or reward them for their good behavior consistently mm-hmm. so they can feel like it, You know, it is a reward for doing good. Because coming up, sometimes a nigga felt like you know doing good was like like ignored but uh-huh. if you was on some street shit yeah. Yeah, was, you was kind of popularized i felt like that and I, a I, lot of people I, felt like that a lot yeah. of people
0: felt. i definitely felt like you, that you know what bro. i'm saying it's like, so that's how it happened yeah. i yeah. think
1: it's up to people like us we have to start rewarding good behavior so they understand i care about you mm-hmm. black child because right, a lot right. of us we don't want to acknowledge that and i'm in therapy now but a lot of us felt like we weren't cared for properly for you sure. know yeah. what i'm saying so that shit is hell of important to let black children know they care for and you know what i'm saying bringing them together
0: you in therapy now
1: yes sir go back (laughs) tuesday 12 o'clock how's that bro um it's important because you know new levels new devils i'm going to a different place in life yeah so i have to have a different mentality Mm -hmm. i can't operate my problems the same way at 30 that i did at 20 Mm -hmm. okay you know what i'm saying so i have to get somebody to help me work through things and give me a different perspective you know what i'm saying that's gonna have my best interest and and help me navigate and deal with anxiety and things of that nature
0: well let me ask you something my brother both of Mm y'all um As we're being more conscious around mental health And around things that have been stigmatized In the black community I want to know is it ever Is it ever a good time to tell somebody To suck that shit up and keep it pushing That's a tough one That's a tough one Me I'm going to say no No I'm gonna say no because
1: you don't know what they dealt with. You don't know their trauma. Right. Mm. You know what I'm right. saying? A lot yeah. of these people, uh, somebody might might have been molested, and if somebody been molested and never talked about it. If they, you know, have certain triggers, it might be like fuck. They might really have a panic attack or anxiety, and that's not something you want to say. Oh, just suck that shit up and get over it. Mm-hmm. This person mm-hmm. has been deeply damaged. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people, some people might have seen, you know, they mama get their ass beat or they mm-hmm. daddy killed or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's certain shit that is just that traumatizes people. That's not easy to get over. Um, so that, that could be dangerous, like saying suck that shit up and get over it. But if you you know, if somebody's trying to manipulate the mental health conversation for, you know, for opportunities or different type of shit, then it's like chill out. But if somebody's genuinely battling something internally and they having an episode like then I would say nah, I would I wouldn't do it personally. What y'all think?
0: What you think?
2: I honestly I hate the whole idea of suck that shit up and get over it Mm. because that's why we are angry as adults. Mm. Honestly, if we're being completely transparent, I had a conversation, the quick story with my uncle, my cousin, he basically blames her for a lot of stuff, but I'm like, if you look at her childhood, yeah this is why yeah. like this is she's not just doing this because she wants to it's a lot of trauma in her childhood that is making her this person that she is today so you can't tell kids to suck that shit up because the, they're the ones shooting up schools and shit mm. the ones that you tell them to suck that shit up
0: mm.
1: If if I'm diving a little deeper and um, outside of just childhood trauma, adulthood trauma, breakups, mm, and I can speak to black men about this, when we get hurt, that does something to us deeply. It does something to us mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. And that shit, and I'm seeing myself and thousands of other black men not healed properly. Mm. So to just be like, get up, you know, get get over that shit. No, this person is hurt. This person's uh, heart was broken. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if that shit don't recover properly, it'll fuck you up for years to come. Mm. You know what I'm for saying? Real. Fuck yeah. up all your relationships <laughs> with women. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll be deflecting and, and nah, nigga, you hurt. Right, and you right, need right. to acknowledge that hurt you went through and why did it hurt you? So you can unpack that and you can be a better father and a be a better mate
0: going forward. Right, yeah, right. Nah, both of y'all make valid for points sure. for the sure. show um and both of y'all just woke my game up because i ain't gonna hold you i had to tell one of the homies to suck that shit up and keep it pushing <laughs> right. the other day and it was a specific situation though like i think a lot a lot of what y'all were referring to are a lot of deep yeah deep uh underlying issues that people have and i get how that can be uh traumatic to tell somebody like that to suck that shit up and keep it pushing but specifically well, with this situation like one of my partners <laughs> this nigga gonna listen but nigga i'm, I'm talking about you nigga <laughs> One of my partners bro I love him to death Um, You know He didn't He has an amazing job Right now Working in the tech industry But he Was in a run For another position At another job In the tech industry as well And he didn't get it And this nigga's been Complaining about this shit In the group chat For like a week now And at this point I'm like bro like I, I feel you like I, I'm I'm I mean I'm I'm trying to encourage you I'm trying to uh help you um go through this problem and whatnot and this issues that you have but eventually my nigga you got to keep it going bro yeah like shit don't stop you get what I'm saying but I definitely get how telling somebody to mm-hmm. keep it pushing could be traumatic to somebody but I do think there's certain situations where we have to encourage people in like yeah. a real way so where it seems like it might be tough love mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying
1: absolutely I've seen shit
0: like that happen before um some black
1: people especially when we get out the hood and we get to certain places we be status chasing because yeah. we find our value in titles right. or a wow. dollar amount
0: right yeah. right you
1: feel me so we we that's why it that's hurts good. us When we don't get Certain titles and shit Because we find our value In that That's a fact Which is trauma yeah. You know what yes, I'm saying As My therapist told me Shit like that That's trauma So you have to figure out Why do titles matter So much to right. you Why does this dollar amount Matter so much to you If you're already thriving mm-hmm. So that, right. that shit comes From somewhere yes. That's just what I'm learning
0: Right 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 would you, would you encourage Therapy for other people
1: I would encourage Therapy yeah, for everybody yeah. Especially everybody. black people yeah. Black people Let's go get some therapy for sure. You know all that trauma We went through And we have to acknowledge Everything our parents Or grandparents taught us Wasn't right Hmm. Yeah. So we have to unlearn some things and relearn some mm-hmm. things, you know, how to deal with certain For things. Sure.
0: What are some things both of y'all are unlearning right now and trying to unpack? <sighs> oh, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, what are
0: some things you're trying to unlearn? I definitely got a few in my mind. The what...
2: biggest that I am trying to unlearn is basically suppressing emotions, mm-hmm. honestly. Like mm-hmm. I'm learning to be more communicative and I'm learning that it's okay to be emotional and it's okay to express that emotion to people who make you feel a way. Yeah. That's what I'm working on right now. And yeah, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Okay.
1: Um, I'm, I'm unlearning uh, selfishness, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta learn how to be more Selfless Mm -hmm. to people like who care for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I just, I get in my own bag and I I don't give a fuck. I'm doing what I want to do, how I want to do it. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and and stubbornness too, being able to listen to other people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you like, when you've been on your own for so long, feel like you didn't get no help. You just, block everybody out like I don't give a fuck I'm doing me and sometimes that can be traumatic and turn people off if you want to build a team if you want to build an organization you're gonna have to learn how to d- listen to other people and trust other people you right. know what I'm
0: saying, so that's important. Right 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 for me I'm learning that um, what I'm trying to unlearn is that like aggression and, and being extra like masculine isn't like a rite of passage for like young boys. Right. It's like you know the other day like well not the other day like a while ago but my little cousins they fighting and shit like that right <laughs> and we was like and me and my other cousin we laughing like man we used to do that too and then like my other little cousins who was a little bit older than the one that was fighting we was like yeah we used to make them fight Mm -hmm. and they used to make each other fight and like nigga that shit is problematic like we shouldn't be doing we we shouldn't be that's a bad thing you know what i'm saying (laughs) we shouldn't be doing that so that's what i'm trying to learn man and try to like you know um be able to express my emotions through like words and feelings without having to to you know use like you feel me? Like yeah. throw them things, but but yeah, Woo, we just went deep. I wasn't trying to go that deep for <laughs> show, We, for show. Yeah, we <laughs> back to uh, fuck bitches get money. <laughs> All right, so um, so bro, so with your live, bro, you've had a lot of stimulating conversation on there. Um, a lot of interesting conversation on there. So we're just going to talk about a few of them, right? So I just picked out a few of my favorite ones that I felt was very intriguing that I wanted to bring that dialogue to this podcast. Um, one recently was the one around OnlyFans. Now, as we see with the coronavirus, uh, with the pandemic, strippers and other women are trying to find other ways to be able to, you know, monetize um, their talent. You get what I'm saying? So they which have transitioned a lot of strippers to OnlyFans. Now your question was, is OnlyFans a form of prostitution? Do you believe that? Or no matter of fact, before you answer that question, what was the common consensus um from like the people in your comments? What did people say? Did they agree that it was? It was mixed, was? It, it, was mixed? It, it was
1: mixed. Some people said
0: it wasn't, some people said it was. I, I'm still uncertain on
1: <laughs> I, I, I am. I don't I honestly oh don't my know. Gosh. But one thing that really did concern me, if I'm being uh, completely honest, those like a pimp got on there and said it. These <laughs> pictures don't go nowhere, these videos don't Ooh. go nowhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and, and, and as I said earlier in this show, children matter to me a lot. So, yeah. when yeah. have children, are our children gonna have to deal with the consequences of the decision we made? Right, right, that, that matters sure. hella much to me. Like, mm-hmm. if I get with a woman and then we had a parent teacher conference and everybody has seen her, you know, getting fucked uh, from the back or right. pussy, yeah, out of yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. will that hurt my child?
0: Hmm. Right, right, that
1: right, shit right, hella right. matters to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So those pictures and those videos don't go nowhere, and then you got to ask So how much money am I making from this shit? Right,
0: right, right, how
1: right. I ten thousand dollars. Is that worth you know hurting my child potentially in the future right. and having these images out? Because I right. know for me at this point in my life, mm-hmm. if I seen certain things about my mother, you know, pictures and images and videos, I'd be
0: you crushed. be feel some type of way. way. Yeah, you know what I'm way. saying. I'm yeah. gonna be
1: crushed. So yes. you know, I'm just thinking about are the children gonna have to deal with those repercussions? And I don't know if everybody's thinking about <laughs> that. And I don't know if anybody, everybody can. Yeah. So that's that. That's what really stuck out to me. Is it prostitution? I'm not in the games. So I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But that shit really but, had me like, ooh.
0: But I meant to ask you about that, though. You do. Matter of fact, go ahead, Charity. Answer the question for me real quick before we. I think oh. it's prostitution.
2: I think it's prostitution. Especially if, I your mean, your if you were... just <laughs> out, you get fucked, you get whatever the case may be. Right. You selling porn, you are a prostitute. mm I mean, I just, you know, call a spade to spade. You sell pussy, right? Right, right, right. You virtually selling pussy. Yeah,
0: you virtually selling pussy. Somebody
2: is coming to your videos.
0: Right, right, right.
2: So, yeah, you're... It's prostitution for sure to me.
0: Yeah, bro. I didn't know what to think about that. To keep be honest with you, that's why I was looking for the comments. I was trying to give some. I was looking for somebody to give <laughs> me a like a. One. I'm like, it hey, is. is this shit prostitution, man? Like, some people just trying to sh- get you know, some people they're not technically having sex, but they right. doing it in it, as a nigga, as a virtual way to, uh-huh. to to sell their body. So,
1: can, can I ask y'all this though? Like, what? Because I, I think about the children. What about brothers and sisters and shit like that? Yeah. What you do you think people brothers and sisters might feel away seeing? somebody they love they relative I feel some online. type of way for
0: sure for sure I would definitely yeah. have. I seen one of my little cousins like kind of like slick saying some little shit on Twitter and I was like what is this Like, I <laughs> yeah. definitely I definitely yeah. will feel yeah. some type of way like it it ain't cool but at the same time um you know, women has the right to do what they want to do with their body. You get what I'm saying That We can't control it, but um, I will, to answer your question, I will feel it some type of way for sure. So
1: as my next question is as adults, should we account for the feelings and emotions of our loved ones when we make yeah. decisions or should we just do what's best for us?
0: Yeah, because yeah, yes, if sure. we if we don't, that will be selfish. My bad, my bad. Go no, ahead, Cherry. Yeah, if we don't, that will be selfish, right? Like we don't live in a universal, that, that universe that's just about us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be able to understand that what we do, what does affect others. Right. And I think about that with everything that I do Like what like I want to be an example I want to be a role model For my little partners Or my little cousins Or my little You feel me Whatever that's mm. looking up to me So I definitely Yes to answer your question We should be We should What do you think Sheridan
2: Yeah and you never know Who's watching honestly Like For sure Especially <laughs> if you
0: What if you decide Not to do this shit no more Like they gonna hold that over you Like you said sure. Those pictures and those videos Don't go anywhere They do You don't. know what I'm saying That's gonna look terrible On your it's resume It's gonna look crazy That part That
1: part yeah, That shit is tricky That shit is uh, And it, it's I ain't gonna say it's sad It's just interesting to talk we in because a lot of people are running to it. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people are, lot are running, running to money. it. And
1: it's like, I don't even know if the money's worth what it comes mm. with. Right. I would be it. This might sound crazy. I would be better off you prostituting behind closed doors. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm Honestly. saying? Than being online where thousands of people are, you know, screenshotting and screen recording your pictures yeah. and this shit
0: stay yeah. forever. And, and to be honest with you, it sounds like that's what that pimp was leaning to when he said, like, these pictures and videos don't go nowhere. Like you can be in the game or whatever, and then you could decide to like, hey man, I, t- I feel like I need to do something. Better with myself, you get what I'm saying? Like, but that shit don't go nowhere, you that know? Right there, yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. I got it, but but you, you, you have a name for yourself, bro a name that I don't know if you built it on live or if somebody called to you it's the ultimate square or the, the world's greatest, the square, world greatest square yeah yeah what, what does that mean bro what do you mean by that
1: um like I said man my brand is about being unapologetically yourself and no it, for so long bro it, uh, get back to the trauma conversation it was just almost negative to not want to you know hustle or be in the streets
0: Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying
1: that was a negative connotation to not want to be on no street shit it was never like glorified so I'm like fuck that I'm not on this shit I'm finna make it cool that's my arrogance and my stubbornness I'm finna make this shit cool so I call myself the world's greatest square I ain't pimping I ain't scamming I ain't drug dealing I'm not doing no criminal activity all my dollars come legally and I'm not trying to hurt nobody I ain't trying to kill nobody I'm on none of that like I'm on some square shit <laughs> and this is what's cool now. Right. Yeah. This is what's cool now. I'm gonna use my influence to make this shit cool now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So being a square, that's what I'm on. And the people who fuck with me, they respect me. Even the street niggas,
0: like I respect that. Nah, I feel you, bro. I'm squared in a box of cereal right now. That's yeah. yeah. It's the bro. way to
1: go. It's peaceful. It's a lot more peaceful. Mm. No, that's
0: saying? a fact. I remember on the. It. Uh, I say this all the time, but I remember on the wire, right? Like, um, y- y'all, y'all seen the wire before? Yeah. Yeah. When um, I'm trying to think. What was Avon Barksdale's son? Who just got out of jail. What was his name? Um. I forgot, but Avon Barksdale's son—he was like one of the main characters within The Wire. This is like my favorite show of all time, and um, and he was like, "Oh yeah, man, you know how jail?" Now, of course, Avon was in the street, but when he asked him like, "Hey, yeah, you know about jail?" and Avon was like, "Nigga, I don't know, sh-. like what? What you say?" Like, yeah, you know how jail can be. Nigga, I don't know shit about jail. Nigga, go ask, woo woo, he just came out. (laughs) And that's how I be, like, when people be talking about that shit. Like, nigga, I don't know shit about that. Go ask. You know what I'm saying? Now, Avon, of course, he was in the street, but I'm just saying to that effect where, like, nigga, I don't know shit about what you talking about right now. Uh Like, for real, for real. That shit not cool. Like,
1: it's not. For a long time, like, people would try to make it like like you were
0: uncool. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I
1: don't give a fuck about this shit. I'm not finna go to nobody's jail working for nobody's 50 cent an hour all this old extra shit i'm cool like yeah. i'm not fucking with none of this shit right you know and that's what i'm on i don't want no huh. woman that want me to be like that i don't want to be around no niggas that want me to be like that no right that's not what i'm on My mama didn't raise me like
0: that that's not what i'm doing like no nigga i'm not about to go bit, bit with you nigga yeah. exactly. that's no nigga i'm not sliding with you nigga mm-hmm. no nigga i'm not about to send this bit, nothing nigga no no that yeah. part <laughs> Uh, yeah, bro, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, nigga, I'm part of the Ultimate Square Committee, bro. Oh, you so so. It's a beautiful life. Yeah. It's a beautiful fucking life. I believe it, bro. So to get more into like some of the conversations that you had, another one that I was, that I thought was interesting was um, sex within the same circle. Mm,
1: and I'm trying to remember yes, like the, that oh, damn,
0: I'm trying to remember the exact question. Fuck, I thought I wrote it down, but it was like. I think it was To uh, to the effect Should women have sex Within the same circle Was it that
2: Like what you mean <laughs> uh,
0: Hold on My, I'm slipping Brand's My fault hold Sharing
2: on. men mm-hmm.
0: It was what? To that effect To that effect Yeah Damn it Let me try to see If I can I thought I wrote it down God damn it But um, I'm
2: mad I missed that
0: one Yeah to the effect It was like What do you think About like women Being like women Sleeping Or just people in general I don't think it was like um, Specifically to women But like just people You know sharing other people and other partners and having like sexual relationships with people that you know that has sexual relationships can you do that like is that something that's cool (laughs) is that something that's cool is that popping no
2: no that's not the business charity I can't honestly see how people might be like I could do that
0: People might be like, "I can do that." You
2: know why? And it's a crazy thought because females might feel comfortable sharing men with their other friends, probably because they feel like, "Oh, my friend ain't no hoe. She ain't fucking all the niggas. We just fucking <laughs> same thing. That's just—I don't know. But That's out of pocket. Hell nah. That's me and that bitch of... would no longer be friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you and his dirty dick. What do you girl.
0: think about it, CeeLee? You um, think it's
2: at
1: this it's Twenty twenty, man. The rules are changing. I'm gonna keep it real. I think a lot of traditions. Are going uh, going away, so I think a woman is allowed to do what she want with her vagina. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, is. do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know what but. might not, and plus, I'm gonna keep living in Antioch. It's so small; the shit didn't happen to me several times. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying this shit didn't happen to me several times so you just can you just learn to deal with it when you're living in small areas somebody gonna fuck on one of your exes somebody yeah, you know that's true. I, I mean that's true but yeah, plants
0: know that's like yeah I, if damn i wish i could find a video but like that's that um inevitable though that yeah like that's unknowingly mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like I, I was i was referring mm-hmm. to like people any, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, that shit's very knowingly. <laughs> and you Everybody knows <laughs> hey, Nah bro Like I be seeing some women And I'm like Like damn Like you gonna fuck with You know you fuck with me You fuck with him You fuck with him You do know we all cousins right Like that shit ain't cool You know <laughs> what I'm saying So Damn I wish I could find like The actual like question That That's you had posed that But I, that was Um <laughs>
2: It happens bro It <laughs> definitely happens It happens more
0: I feel you bro That shit's out of not. pocket bro uh, So 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 we can get into some deeper shit Because like, I think we didn't got to ratchet out uh,
1: You want to talk, talk about the Charity? You want to go deeper into the sex in the
0: same circle? Mm. Oh you didn't want what, to what, what you had in mind? What you saying? What, what you I'm, plotting? She know what I'm talking about Oh word? <laughs> oh, what she talking about? What she talking about? Go oh ahead What y'all gosh. talking about? Not what happened. I don't know
2: you know, you know C-, <laughs> C- you know, C. Lee big player around it,
0: Smith. Uh oh. Right? I feel like one of y'all got a story, bro. Y'all <laughs> might as well, Don't say no names. Just tell me the story. What happened? I, got it, uh-huh. I made some decisions that some
1: people weren't, you know. Who yeah. some
2: people? For. Call them out, C. Lee. You know what I'm
1: saying? Some people didn't care for.
0: Really? He talking about you? me? Decisions like what? Y'all gotta say the <laughs> names. me? I made me. some decisions that people didn't he care for, but me. you know, wait, hold on. <laughs>
2: What? No. No.
0: Oh, okay. No. Okay. 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 Uh-huh. I'm no, about to say, that. damn. No. That was about to. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. No. okay. Uh-uh. But but okay for sure. But since you don't want to get in details,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Make it entertaining. Spice up the show right. a
2: little
0: bit. Oh shit! So we could get into some serious shit, bro. We didn't got the ratchet out the way. We got Absolutely. we got to get to the righteousness, yo. Um, have you been uh, or were you attending any like the protests that were going on due to like so? Yeah, those I went months? to like three or four protests. What you feel about it, bro? <laughs> um. <sighs> Shit, I'm going to be honest on the show.
1: Some of them were great. Some of them were attention whore <clears> fest. And I didn't like it. I'm going to just be honest. I, I haven't criticized nothing because I said during this whole thing, I'm not saying nothing bad about no nothing. But since we here on the show, some of them were great and I understood and I felt the energy. Like, And then some of them were like, okay, this is just for attention. I don't think they care nothing about this movement because this is a journey I've been on before it was popular and I'm not trying to be arrogant or egotistical. It's just my truth. No, this that's a fact. I, I say that too. I was
0: woke well before well, I was conscious I'm not even I don't you know even I'm adhere saying? to that like, bullshit, but this yeah. is
1: something I've been investing my time and money into for a long time and some of this shit was just like okay it's a movement let me get some attention that shit didn't it didn't sit right in my spirit yeah. and then you got certain people like Gunna who who made me so proud seeing him Hi. you know take a stance and be so vocal and, and be Gunna? so genuine uh-huh. yeah Gunna goes
0: global the, the Atlanta rapper
1: nah right. nah nah this is Gunna this is from Philmo you know what I'm saying Um. so you see people like that it, it makes you proud to see somebody so genuine and what he created you know his circle how everybody's you know uh, with the movement and trying to advocate for change so that I liked but again it's it's a it's a minority to a majority a lot of the shit it didn't sit right in my spirit hmm. I can't exactly say exactly what's wrong but something didn't feel genuine about the whole thing some of the protests dope you know what I'm saying some of them okay I get it then some of them was like
0: something ain't right here
1: am, uh, I, am I off with that charity because you no, was out there no you're not off
0: by like, far nigga like, I feel like that. I only went to I only went to two, bro, but all the ones the both of the ones that I seen felt like some attention horn shit. If I if I'm just be honest with you, bro, like I'm out there in sweats ready to get down. Like I don't know where Is black people have this idea that if it's more than ten of us we have to do the electric slide, but it's like we don't need to do this right now. Especially
2: like, for something. Like injustice Yeah you Don't electric slide For, for injustice Exactly like, come on Let's be real here And
0: I ain't gonna hold you Charity I was hoping Like I was hoping You would hit me up And be like What protest Because the protest That you were at Seemed like some real shit yeah. I was following your shit That's why I was on your live Every time I'm like "What the fuck How am I going to the wrong protest <laughs> how's she going to the right protest like where are these people at you know what I'm saying so I was like cause the ones that I went to like a couple of ones I it, it, it felt like it was some attention-oriented type of shit bro. absolutely
1: but on a positive note I'm just the black a lot of black women like Charity and others um, what well, made me extremely proud because exactly. a lot of black women were more adamant and more vocal and more out. Glad
0: I seen than, you on the freeway. I'm like, damn, you know if I, I leave right now, can I get to it? <laughs> I'm like, but they holding up traffic. I can't get there. In the, or oh, I said the freeway. I mean, on the bridge. Um, I'm like, I can't get there. A
1: lot of black women, like even rappers, like Lil' Kayla, using her platform mm-hmm. to spread information. Yeah. Was like. Dope. A lot of black women was like, we outside, fuck this shit. You know what mm. I'm saying? So just black women, that shit just made me super proud. And just, yeah. that shit felt genuine. That's the energy I was liking. You know what I'm saying? So some of the shit I just I'ma be honest, I just didn't like. So I fell back and said, Let me get back to what I do investing back in black children. You
0: know what and I'm saying? And that's a form of protest to me. Like that's yeah. a, that's helping out too. Sometimes we do have not even sometimes, all the time we have to help out within our community as well, too. Sure. So what did you feel about? Cause you was way more active than I was, so I can't really speak on it too much. Like I said, I um, went to a couple and I wasn't feeling
2: in it. Some of them were okay mm-hmm. And then some of them Were, we're just not okay. like oh is this a rally yeah. and Did we come <laughs> To your party how does this work I don't know Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean it was cool Though like I honestly appreciate Gunna for like
0: Oh no Gunna that was in the movie um last yeah, 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 yeah yeah Okay I heard yeah right. yeah yeah
2: for always keeping me in the loop for sure with the protests and we go way back but yeah honestly like it is very important for you to find somebody that you can follow that you don't feel like is on bullshit like it's not not wrong to follow nobody like Gunna is a real leader and he is a dope person and Mm -hmm. I just appreciate like him exposing me to more Of the protests. I've protested before Trayvon Martin, you know, Michael Brown, but. This was it was different. It was definitely different. And he he's on some militant shit. Yeah. But we have went to a few protests that was ended up being a party. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. was just like, nah, this ain't
0: yeah, what we we're here for, we don't. Yeah, what do y'all I mean, how do y'all feel towards um Because like a lot of the protests that I went to there were more like white people than there were black people. How do y'all feel towards like allyship and like other racists being able to be on our side or if they really on our side? <laughs> when
1: when I'm when 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 I'm doing me, I'm not even thinking about white folks. I'm going to keep it real. I tune white folks out. I'm not looking for white folks to help me, save me. Hmm. All my leaders and all my teachers told me that don't think white people finna do nothing nothing for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From Neely
0: Fullers to... Um, oh, those teachers. I was about to say, yeah, nigga, you had some no, other teachers in high nah, school. I for sure didn't have no. From Neely Fuller yeah, to Francis Crestwell. Yeah, yeah. uh, Dr. Francis, Francis Wilson, Wilson, yes, Ali. For sure, My
1: teachers told me, don't wait for no white folks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm not looking for no white folks. I'm uh, not waiting for no white yeah. folks. I'm cool. Like, okay, this is what y'all own. If I see is some clown shit on out of here you know what I'm saying but as far as allies I don't think black people have too many allies Uh you know what I'm saying because we we out here protesting with the same people that gentrified us right Right. I'm from Frisco and I can't move back because these people here and that shit is sky high and I can't even have the resources or the jobs you know what I'm saying that they got to really get back in this motherfucker so exactly so I can't me I'm not looking for none of that shit no no disrespect to white folks but I'm just I don't give a fuck yeah Uh I'm saying
0: (laughs) Charity what you think
2: I don't too much Care For white allies If we're being Completely honest Like I could give two fucks If you walk with us Or not And honestly Like I noticed In one of the protests We were in front of The hall of justice And it was Hella officers out there In riot gear And it's the white people Yelling and screaming In the police face Like But we gonna be the ones Beat Arrested All the shit But y'all are the ones Antagonizing And agitating them And starting all the bullshit So I could care less about them, to right, be right
0: right right you saw a lot of them like breaking down windows and shit like that Listen. they was doing most of the vandalism. I was out there the first
1: night in Oakland they fucked Starbucks up they was fucking the bus stops oh, up the they fuck- stole a whip.
0: I forgot what, he, <laughs> what was that a Benz this nigga throw, this nigga stole something I forgot what it was a car though oh yeah yeah at the dealership yeah, yeah that was, that was, it was white folks fucking that shit up yeah. I was out there and then they threw that tear gas that shit was crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. nah it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot um So as we move forward, right, because a lot of the situations that we have are, like, us trying to dismantle systematic injustice, systematic social injustice Mm -hmm. that are affecting black people Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, like, not minorities, not people of color, specifically, like, black people, right? Right. And we're protesting because we're trying to dismantle our entire system. Uh-huh. The system that's gentrifying us, the system that mass incarcerates us, the system that miseducates us, right? And then while doing so, we still have like issues within our own community as uh-huh. well too. Yeah. So it's like recently, um, I think you had a conversation with the, um, the father of the young boy that was... Yeah, that was Jace. Yeah, His Jace. father. Right, right. Let's say hashtag justice for Jace too. Because uh-huh. um, I was watching that video, bro. What do you guys think? Like how do we... At the same time as we dismantle white supremacy, what are steps that we need to take to be able to better our own community? Like they both go hand in hand.
1: I'm never finna say no. What about black on black crime? That's a fact. Never, never, never finna finna say that shit. Right, right, right. What I will say is, we gotta, um, as a community, we have to protect babies. Though, right. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. It ain't no snitch code or none of that. If you kill a baby, we need a name. Who killed this baby? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This, this baby got killed. Killed. Mm. Yeah. We need to figure out who did this, and there needs to be, uh, you know, some type of justice for a child. Yeah. If we ain't gonna protect the children, what are we out? here doing in the first place
0: yeah no this definitely ain't no what about black on black crime i hope i made it clear like the way i was putting that question that it, yeah. that we this is something that needs to work in conjunction this is actually a product what happened to jason is a product of white supremacy so uh, so absolutely. definitely so charity what do you thinking are right, some of the steps that we need to take us
2: i mean honestly i feel like it will take years and years to even get to that point of- all right Everybody being on the same page. But to piggyback off what Celie said, we have to protect our black babies in particular because they are the ones who are always getting killed. They get the short end of the stick all the time. Yeah. And with this whole Jay situation, that shit is absolutely heartbreaking. Out of pocket. It is so heartbreaking. Like it's heartbreaking seeing, I don't know if anybody came to the candlelight. A lot of people showed up, a lot of people were there, but seeing his mom, Keisha in the state that she was, like the day after it happened, heartbreaking. That shit, you don't never want to see nobody that you have love for, have love for their family, go through no shit like that. And right. we bury a lot of people, let's be real here, we probably all grew up in the hood, or you know, know a lot of people from the hood, but that shit, we have to do everything in our power to protect the these babies.
0: That's a fact. They need
2: to know something different than what we knew.
0: That's a fact.
1: Yeah, that shit, that shit was hard
0: <sighs> talking to the pops. I what? seen that. That shit was yeah. hard.
1: I said, oh, we, oui. but you know, we had to do it. He requested to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, so the nigga lost his son. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, that, that, shit. that shit is even hard to fathom to this day. And I think you know what I'm saying. Us as a, a whole community we we need to you know do something for that family and there Mm -hmm. needs to be justice for that family because that's not okay right Uh, babies like it because i just believe there needs to be an example so people know don't even have no gun around no kids Hmm. you know what i'm saying don't even have no gun around no kids period point blank if you do there's extreme consequences that come with this because there needs to be a a a, a status quo or needs to be some rules that needs to be be in place because this needs to never happen again
2: ever ever
1: you know
0: what i'm saying so needs to be something that needs to be happening happen quickly nah yeah it's very unfortunate man like like I think I know probably like three or four people actually, like I know personally that have lost their kids, like babies, mm. their babies to gun violence. And wow. it's very unfortunate. And it's something that, like you said, bro, like we got to protect our babies. It's something that we definitely can't allow though. But I definitely wanted to, cause I thought that conversation that you had and even allowing his father to get on the live was very important, bro. And I just wanted to shed a little light on that too. But yeah, we got to protect, we got to yeah. protect our kids. We got to protect the
1: babies. babies that
2: lost their life right. that weekend.
1: It was like yeah. exactly. six of
0: them. Yeah, around yeah. the nation, right? Yeah. Shout out to yeah, them. yeah, and that's
2: why I honestly feel like even on a spiritual level, the devil attacks our black kids for some reason. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Yeah. And like, real like, we really need to give a big shout out to Jason, which is Jason's father.
0: Man, I he's thought he was, in was in him even being able to get on live is very powerful. Listen, like, yeah, that's motivation He's been going for to real. protest.
2: He's been using his voice and been using Jason's voice. He's been basically speaking for Jace.
0: Yeah.
2: He's been he's he's definitely super strong and I definitely applaud him for taking Jace in the unfortunate event that happened to Jace and turning it around to make sure that it doesn't happen to nobody else's baby.
0: Absolutely. Right. That's
1: powerful. Definitely.
0: That's a fact man alright so we gonna end it on that Lee, bro I appreciate you for coming up pulling anytime, up on me bro. anytime bro appreciate my co-host Charity for coming up pulling up on thank me thank you for having um, me yes indeed Lee, drop your socials man let the people uh, know our- at
1: the Celie brand my cash app is at the Seeley brand you know yeah. my PayPal is at the Seeley brand charity you know what I'm saying um, yeah. yeah follow me on Instagram all that shit Lee live Monday through Wednesday I'm on Thizzler uh, Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday so yeah I'm working man my content is out there you are gonna see a lot of me you know, pray for
0: me. Yeah, my fault, I forgot to ask you, bro. So, what you got going on next? What's next for the C Lee brand? <sighs>
1: um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to uh, get corporate sponsors for these live shows. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I want right. to, you know, because this changing So I want the radio To come to Instagram now You know what I'm saying mm. So that's what we're Trying to transition to Get corporate sponsors And you know We don't listen to the radio As often as we used to Back in the day So now we want to bring The radio to Instagram So that's what we're Trying to do That's what I want to do
0: Man I'm here for it bro Anything mm. You feel me Any any way I can help bro I'm, I'm, I'm here for it Charity get a PBO socials And let them know Where they can find you at yo. My
2: name My social media account Instagram is At Charity dot renee underscore
0: yeah okay it, it, if i didn't make this clear too charity has definitely been in the field when it comes to like fighting social injustice on all type of levels lately and i de- I definitely applaud you for that you've been making moves oh, out shit. here like i said like nigga let me know what protests you be going <laughs> to because i'll be you that know shit. what i'm saying the ones i got went to i ain't even gonna touch on that but yeah <laughs> uh man this is the daily bongo podcast man we out